<laughs> okay. I had a time last night. So recently, um, I joined an online community where the structure just is so aligned with how I am wired. And I think I'm realizing that it really isn't about using the most popular apps. Um, it really is about finding apps that align with who you are and how you're wired and your values. Um, and this app does so. One of the biggest things for me is I have always been a why kind of girl, not a what kind of girl. Like, I'm not really as fixated on, like, the advice. I really want to, like, dig deeper into, like, the reasoning behind, like, why we feel what we feel. And I love to be extended the courtesy of people creating a space for me to be curious about my own feelings and thoughts. And this app and this community gives me space to do that. So the way that it's kind of structured is in the beginning, we have two check-in questions and then like we've kind of been doing it where it's like a hot seat where sometimes um, we'll pick a couple of folks and then they get to kind of go deeper in their check-in and the group as a whole gets to ask questions um, geared towards curiosity and knowing one, knowing one another better, but we avoid advice and I love that. <laughs> love, love, love it. Um, and so one of the things that I processed yesterday through that space is the question that we were asked is, who do you owe, who are you owed an apology from and why? Now, I will be honest, when I first heard that question, I was like, don't nobody owe me an apology. But I realized that underneath that statement for, my, for myself, like, was a belief of like, nobody's going to give me an apology that I feel wounded by. Yep. I'm pretty sure that is something many of us can identify with, this feeling of like, We've been hurt and wounded by so many people who are completely unaware of the impact that the interaction and the words and the actions had on us. And we're carrying that. We are carrying that. And we now are at a point where we like don't even expect an apology. And therefore, we believe we're not owed one because we don't believe we'll ever get one. Yeah. We can take a deep breath with that one. Mm-hmm. A collective inhale and a collective exhale. <laughs> but when I answered the question, I actually shared about some progress that I made. And I didn't realize in the moment like how deep that progress went into my understanding of what healing means. But I want to share with you today. Um, I'm going to start by... Yeah, I want to share with you the what I learned and then I want to tell you the story that like brought me to that place of awareness. So the thing that I walked away with from my conversation last night with my online friends <laughs> is that healing doesn't mean that I'm no longer triggered by something. And I think sometimes we are aiming for that. We're like, okay, well, once I'm whole, like I'm a, I'm gonna get thick skin because that's really what we were taught as um, well, I guess, depending on generation. I mean, not make assumptions. But for me, the generation I was raised by, <laughs> underneath a lot of the things that they were teaching me was this belief that, like, 
the way that you know you've grown and mature is when you have thick skin. And I've come to really unlearn that because we are all so different. And for me personally, I was wired by the God that I was created by (laughs) to be a very empathetic and emotionally in tune person. Um, And so like thick skin means I'm not really aligned with who I am and who I was created to be. Because I feel everything. I feel all my feelings. I go there to the dark places with my feelings. Um, and I have found and come to be confident in the fact that the way that I'm wired to like really be in touch with my own feelings allows me to be present for other people's feelings in a whole nother level. Um, you know, I encounter friends all the time who are like, oh my God, like I haven't cried in forever. Like, why am I sitting here crying with you? And it's like, girl, you've been emotionally constipated. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I think I'm taking it too far. Nah, I'm going to say it. No, no. <laughs> I was going to take that constipation metaphor a little too far. Uh, but you can imagine what I was going to say. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I, I just really emotionally liberate people because of how I show up. And if you were here for the last conversation, which I hope you hang out with us and like listen to the different conversations and give your two cents. But in our last conversation, we talked about like, I talked about like my journey with how I'm able to create safe spaces for people and like the principles that I, you know, I utilize to do that. Um, And so I'd love to get your feedback on that when you like hang out and listen to the conversation. But yeah, I just think it's so important that like, we recognize that like sometimes healing means you are like it's like the process of healing kind of breaks you open it like opens you up to a point where you start to feel things you haven't felt in a long time you start to be open to things you were closed off to for a long time and it's uncomfortable if you have been like you know um like you know how sometimes when you if you had a cut on your arm and it scabs over, the skin is hard and rough, right? But sometimes if you apply the ointment and you start taking care of it, it the skin will soften and it becomes soft to touch, right? And so that's kind of what happens sometimes. Sometimes it is the fact that we have been wounded that has all these scabs on you know, how we react. And so it's rough, it's tough. And then like, as we allow ourselves to heal, like we become soft to the touch and our interactions with people are just different. Um, and now I'm not going to say that's for everybody. Right. Um, because like I said, everybody's wired differently, but in my experience, like being a sensitive person I'm reclaiming this word because I feel like it was so often used to characterize me in a negative way as like a weakness oh you're so sensitive but like to be a sensitive person has always been core for me and I think I feel most like myself I feel most effective most impactful when I'm able to really like live in that and stand in that confidently um because I think that's why I'm in a lot of rooms that I'm in, because I make people feel seen at a whole nother level. Um, people who are often dismissed and ignored, like I can see that and I can see how it's impacting them. And I call that out and it's just different. Um, and I don't think that healing would cause me to forsake something that is so critically um, key to how I was wired. Um, and I came out the woman like this, y'all. <laughs> and so sometimes it's like we become 
the the who we were when we were younger with a little bit more wisdom you know a little bit more boundaries and so when I talk when I think about like that whole belief that like healing doesn't mean that I no longer am triggered that awareness came from an interaction that I had um I was I was having a great time I'm not gonna lie I was having a wonderful morning very productive okay I got up early y'all I cooked oh and like the food that I made was so inspiring that my mom copied it and made it for dinner okay I felt like I was winning in life um as an adult because I'm like not me inspiring the menu for dinner what a win is a win (laughs) especially because as an adult feeding yourself is so hard because you gotta do that every day three times a day and snacks god do i never get a break i gotta work eight hours and feed myself what (laughs) i digress anyway so i woke up or not i woke up but i left the house feeling very like yeah Ooh, great start to the day um and as i'm walking in to work Y'all, somebody um, speeds up their car to the point where you can hear the engine ramming, rumming. I don't know the, that word. You know what I mean? The room. <laughs> I can hear that. And like one, that is kind of alarming. You know, all my little sensors go up. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. And then that person like rolls down their window, yells out at me something that could have been an email. And one, that was very anxiety inducing, but more than that, I felt unsafe. I am used to that kind of aggressive behavior happening when I'm out and about. And in my situation, it's oftentimes men who do that to me. Um, I'm used to that, but at work, to have a man do that to me, that was challenging. Um, and I felt very unsafe. I did, incredibly unsafe. Um, and I didn't appreciate it at all. And what really got me is when I, I was, um, I ended up talking to my partner later that day and they could tell something was on my mind and like I kind of shared about what happened and I shared also that I felt like that was inappropriate and it wasn't okay and I felt like that was very aggressive and it made and I shared about how it made me feel and I think when I again brought it up as an answer to the question in my small group like I think I just was I sat with the fact that wow wow that is not okay and I'm very 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 grateful that that was my response to identify it as inappropriate instead of internalizing it as just something I have to get through because I was very much um, raised to, with like an undergirding principle or worldview that like struggling, um, 
conflict, things that are hard, are meant to be character development. Thus, we must learn to endure. And I'm not against that, to be honest. Like, I think it's that, but there's also an and that I think needs to be give equal weight to. I think, yes, we have to sometimes learn how to endure some challenging things. Um, and I think I'm very much of the belief that if I'm in a space, it's because I'm called to be there. And if I'm called to be there, I'm not called to just take things as they are, but I'm called to also be a change agent. I'm not called to be a thermometer that just takes the temperature and say, ooh, this is an aggressive environment, or ooh, I feel frustrated here. But I think I'm also called to say, as a thermostat, what am I called to shift in the temperature of the space? Because I'm here. Um, and I think that, like, that belief for me is very, very, like, core. Um, and I think it comes from a place of me recognizing my own value, recognizing what I bring to the table. Um, and also, like, honoring the fact that when I feel certain things, they're valid, right? So, like, me feeling like that was very inappropriate behavior. Like, I would never want to get to the place where I'm like, yeah, God, that just that's just how people are. Oh, well, yeah, I feel unsafe. Yeah, I feel triggered, but like, whatever. <laughs> like, no. Um, and so, again, like, I, I guess going back to my point, like, I don't think that healing means that, like, I endure interactions like that in silence. I, I suffer in silence. No. I think that healing means I recognize that, that triggered me and I recognize that I feel that's inappropriate behavior for based on how I want to be treated and I set up boundaries accordingly I think that is very much healing um I think I should be uncomfortable um and I should never be used to treatment that I identify as poor poor treatment inappropriate behavior I should never be okay with that um and I and I, I don't think healing means that I'm ever okay with it um, now I may get like more coping mechanisms for how to deal with things that are beyond my control, right? But some things are. And so I don't think it's a one size fits all of like, yeah, I learned how to endure and learn how to endure everything, right? Some things you may have to endure for a season. Some things you may have to endure for a reason. But some things we are very much called the shift, change, call out. And I, I think we need to own that. You are in the places and spaces you are in for a purpose. And you have something that people there need. And like, I just hope that this is a wake up call for you to just be ignited. That you, mm, I'm going to give you the word that my partner gave me. Um, they said, don't let people be firefighters in your life. Don't let them snuff out the fire that you are. Not that you have, but you are a fire. Like, you are powerful. Don't let people be firefighters. Don't let the environments that you're in water down who you are. Know that just as much as you are there to learn and grow, like you also are there to allow the people, the culture, the environment, the rules, the regulations that people are, the mindsets to learn, to grow. Like you are there to expand. You are not just there to take in, okay? 
girl please (laughs) yeah I don't know I just felt really empowered very seen and it was just cool because you know a lot of people in my group are like yeah I definitely when things happen like I internalize that and I'm just like I just suck it up and get through it and I'm like girl I was taught to do that like I was so taught to do that um but I was never okay with it and I think a lot of times I was like labeled as like um um I forgot the word oh my god but like oh like you just have a hard time with criticism or feedback and it's like no but like I have a hard time when you give me feedback that is just generic and it doesn't align with my values (laughs) yeah I have a hard time with that um don't be handing out generic candy bars okay I told you I like M&M's give me (laughs) M&M's no but for real like I think this is something that like we as like I don't know I guess I can't say as a society but I feel like in my experience I have just come up across people who like just give advice based on like who they are and their beliefs and like how they see the world and I just realized at this season of my life that I need people who are more curious about who I am and who are able to give me feedback based off of how I am divinely wired and like the purpose they see in me, like not the per- not who they want me to be or not who they are, but like get curious about what lights me up. Um, and it, I think this like goes back to like, I've gotten so confidently clear in like who I am in the last couple of years and what I bring to the table. And I am very much, and I've always been the person who like listens first. Um, And I don't force people to like adapt to the way I see the world. I ask them how they see the world, what they think this season is for them and how they're shaping and how they're um, shifting in this season. And like, I, give them feedback based on what they have told me their goals are not who I think they should be and where I think they should be in life because I just think that's incredibly unhelpful (laughs) and I I also like realized yesterday like as they were I was I got to be on the hot seat y'all and child I love a good question you know how I feel about questions and it was just so insightful because I talked about my experience with a coach and like why I feel like that's been highly effective And I think it's because I'm finally in spaces and places that align with my values, right? The group that I'm in aligns with my values because they're very curious. They're not giving me advice. They're causing me to just, they're giving me space to just think deeper. Um, And then having a coach likewise is similar. Um, My coach is not giving me advice. (laughs) They're like, they're very much just saying like, what are your values and does this align with that like obviously in very creative question form but like that's what's underneath it um the push the challenge to align my actions with the values that I profess to have (laughs) um and which sometimes it doesn't right sometimes the fear that I have about how things could go wrong or me not being good enough is what I tend to act on versus the true belief that I have of myself and my own potential and like sometimes fear wins and so I think having a coach really causes me to sit with like why are you choosing fear why are you choosing fear why are you choosing fear um and like having to answer to that out loud 
Ooh, child, that's everything for me. That is everything for me because I've started to realize that I'm overcomplicating things and I'm pressuring myself that if I don't have it all figured out, I can't make a move. And truly, I have been through coaching. I've been encouraged to see that like baby steps are still progress. And it's not because they gave me advice saying, just take a step, just take a step. No, it was like, why are you choosing fear? Why are you choosing fear? And underneath that, I had to really come to terms with baby steps are still progress. And if I don't have all the puzzle pieces, which you guys hear me say so often at the end, that revelation that like, I, we're all figuring life out one choice at a time, like one, one puzzle piece at a time, all that stuff that came from like my sessions with my coach. And just being challenged of like, why am I being stagnant? Why am I stuck? Not why do I feel stuck? Why am I stuck? And it's like, because I feel like I'm pressuring myself that if I don't know what the puzzle is, I can't, you know, present it to anybody. Like, you know, I can't collaboratively work on this puzzle. I need to have all the pieces together and then show it as a presentation. And it's like, no, like reframe how you think about working on the puzzle, the puzzle of life. Um, sometimes you just have a little, you know, where a couple of pieces go, but you don't know, um, where every piece goes. And so you can still say, Hey, here's what I have. What do you think? Where do you think this piece goes? Like, there's no shame in like showing someone an unfinished puzzle and asking for their feedback, which I do feel shame about often. Like, I feel like I have to have all the pieces before I present it. And it's like, it's not a presentation. It's not. It's very much a life exercise. Um, It's very much, it very much could be a collaborative opportunity. It doesn't have to be a presentation. Um, So that's my metaphor for the day. But yeah, child. I feel like I just had so many aha moments as to like my growth and the mindset shifts that I've had and like why those mind shifts mindset shifts came at certain seasons um and just how me aligning my life with how I'm wired um has been incredibly beneficial for expediting my growth um just having people who really know how to speak to me in a way that like translates well if that makes sense um child and I love it I love it and I just hope that you take time out to figure out like how are you wired and what kinds of things you look for in the relationships that you're connected to like and what kind of relationships benefit you what kind of relationships make you feel balanced um like do you want to have relationships with people who have shared hobbies as you do you need intellectual stimulation regularly and consistently and how often do you need to have those kind of conversations to feel balanced um what kind of things bring you joy what kind of things bring you joy to do with others? What kind of things bring you joy to do by yourself? Like just really kind of digging into who you are and like what you need in this season and start to think about like what kind of spaces and interactions would really meet that need. And also like celebrate your growth. You are not who you were yesterday, last week. Um, Even if it's just your mindset, that is major. And I hope you will take time to celebrate that. Whether that is affirmations that affirm the growth, whether that is you take time out to just like sit and journal the growth so it's like documented and archived, whether that is you take time to dance, put on your favorite song and just celebrate, woo, I did it. (laughs) It can be so simple, but so impactful. 
And I just want to remind you, child, if you are feeling like, oh my God, everybody else is like figuring it all out and I'm just out here lost because I feel like that every day. (laughs) I just want to remind you that like we are all figuring life out one choice at a time, one day at a time, one moment, one interaction, and sometimes one conversation at a time. We don't all have the puzzle pieces, but I think through our interactions with other people, we're gifted new pieces to the puzzle and we learn where it fits. So be encouraged and just be reminded you're not alone. You are so not alone in this journey of life. I'm here for you.